Hello, welcome to the Nintendo Bros Podcast. Uh, I am Pete. And I am Derek. And we are two brothers that talk about video games. How are you, Derek? I'm doing doing well. How about you? Good, I'm doing really good. Um, it's been, what, has it been two weeks or three weeks since we've talked? I think it's been at least two weeks, probably three or even four. Yeah, I mean, I've been all the way to France and back. So Around the world, yeah. <laughs> literally, yeah. Um, you know, and... Brought back lots of French video games. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, anyways, yeah, so, there, I mean, it's still summertime. There's not tons of uh, news, but there was a big announcement, a series of big announcements today from Sony, and there's been some Nintendo rumors and uh, discussion, too, so I I think there is lots to talk about. Uh, oh, nice. I, I don't know the Nintendo rumors, so I'm excited to hear what they are. Yeah, uh, F-Zero is being shadow dropped tomorrow. Is that actually a rumor? No, no. Oh, I was like... <laughs> Like, how did I not see that? Uh, let's talk about the uh, let's talk about Sony first, though, because that was kind of the big one today. Uh, Derek, you watched their they had their kind of what do you call them? Sony PlayStation Direct. I think it was like a yeah tra- uh, trail like a a showcase. That's what they called it. They call it a showcase. Everyone just calls it a direct because that's what it is. Um, did you you watched it live, right? I did. Did you? Yeah, I watched it live. Okay, what what did you think about it? Because you're the you're the guy here with the PS5. Just so our yeah. readers know. Um, I gotta say, overall, I was, uh, really excited and hyped. I, I liked it a lot. So I, I would give it probably, like, a 9 out of 10. Wow. Yeah. I mean, they did announce a lot of stuff. Um, I guess, I mean, to me, they kind of, they, I, I mean, there was a lot of big announcements, especially exclusives. Wolverine, Spider-Man 2, uh, they brought Ghostwire Tokyo, they showed that finally. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems like a. I guess I, I came probably a little more disappointed than most people because a. I feel like a lot of these games are for coming out in twenty twenty three, even yeah. one of them was even announced to come out in twenty twenty three. I don't think uh, Wolverine's coming out before any earlier than twenty twenty three. I think it's going to come out twenty twenty four. Oh, yeah, I, I was thinking that Wolverine might come out first. Oh, I don't know. I think Spider Man. They've got the engine. They got kind of. A, they've already got a. a I think, blue but ring. I think I think Wolverine's going to use the same engine though. We'll see. I I think yeah, it'd well, be a smart I, yeah. idea because it would allow more time for Miles Morales to sell. But who knows? I mean, they. I, I just. I literally assume uh, Spider Man's coming first because they already have a year attached. Was the big reason for me. Yeah, okay. I thought it was... I just, for some reason, in my head, was like, well, they showed Wolverine first, so I think that was game was, like, next in their lineup, but I, I really don't know. I mean, I guess, for me, I kind of came away, nothing really blew me away. Um, I, I, I think, in general, it shows a strong lineup, upcoming lineup, especially, like, next... Starting in the spring, uh, you know, they have Horizon in February, they've got GT7 in March, and now they've announced that the, the exclusive The Forspoken, which I actually think looks cool... Is coming out in the spring, which probably means May or June. Um, so I think they have a pretty strong like year next year. It looks like uh, my only kind of my, my only kind of um, I guess problem with it. There wasn't really really one game that stood out to me that is amazing. And even God of War looked for the first bit of it. I thought it was just God of War on PS4 running on PS5. Um, it looks good, but it just it still kind of looks the same. You know, it's not like that first big time seeing that God of War reboot. And, I mean, Knights of the Old Republic remake is cool, but we didn't see anything, so that's years away. Um, and a lot of the lot they put a very big, heavy focus on these Japanese titles that I wasn't really aware of. And to me, Ghostwire Tokyo looks like a 7 at best. 
nothing really stunned me. Um, so, I mean, for me, I'm quite comfortable holding off on my PS5 purchase for a, a while, it seems like. Interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I... I Like, when I was watching again, I, I have a PS5, so I'm more excited, I guess. But uh, I thought the same thing about, you know, starting in January, they have a pretty good lineup. Like, uh, the Rainbow Six Extraction... It looks pretty fun. Like it, it does look kind of one of those co-op. It's like fighting uh, vampires in, in in a Rainbow Six, right? I think it's more like there's like evil mutant zombies, and you have to get into some somewhere, do something, and then get out, or you have to rescue someone and get out. So it's kind of like a, I it almost gave me Left for Dead uh, vibes. Okay, but I mean that's not exclusive. That's Ubisoft. No, I'm just I know I'm just naming like it, I'm just going through the months. You're right. True. Um, um, yeah. And then uh, February, they have Horizon Forbidden West. Yep. And then, was there something announced in March? Uh, the GTA V uh, oh, yeah. Gen remake. That okay. would probably be big. And, and Gran Turismo 7. Okay, so yeah, they have both those. And then, like you said, uh, it was Forspoken, right? That is coming for the... In the spring. The so spring. April, May, June, maybe July. Yeah. I thought there was something else announced for April. Am I going um, crazy? I can't... Nothing, nothing exclusive and big. That I can recall. Oh, another game is um, the Tiny Tina's the Borderlands game is coming out in March. Not interested, but okay. Oh, yeah, okay, I, I am. I thought that like game where you're on the island and you, I guess it looks like kind of a survival, slightly like Animal Crossing. Do you know what I'm talking about? I couldn't remember the title, but that game actually. Oh, really uh, interesting. I mean Chia. Yeah. See that that game? <clears throat> excuse me. Inter- uh, interested me the least. I mean, just it looked like something different. Uh, it looks I, like a I, cool indie game. I'm a little disappointed. I mean, that they're remaking Uncharted. Uh, I mean, I guess it's not really a remake. It's probably just like a Last of Us style uh, port. That's but um, Uncharted Four is my least favorite of the of the four of them. So I'm not yeah, too excited about that. That's a hard pass for me. But again, so I I mean, we all know Deathloop's coming. I, I'm excited for that. It's a good game. Comes I thought out Gar- like a week, like less than a week, I, less than a week, and um, I honestly thought Gardens of the Galaxy from what we saw looked pretty good. Yeah, it looks okay. I mean, when I watched it, my the thought that I was getting was, "This is going to sell huge, isn't it?" And every, to everyone's like chagrin, you know. I know, like I, I don't think it's going to be like you know an eight point five kind of game, but I could see it doing you know high sevens. And uh, again, I, I agree with you, sell really well. It looks way better than the Avengers game to me. Oh yeah, um, for sure. Same here. Yeah, same yeah. here. Uh, um, Ghostwire Tokyo. I'm on the kind of the fence with with agreeing with you and also not. I I really like uh, uh, Tango Works. I think they're the ones that make it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really like Evil Within One and Two. This game looks very different than Evil Within One it or Two. It almost looks like a Fatal Frame to me. It's because it's in first person, right? I mean, um, yeah, you're right. I mean, it, it is very uh, very different. I don't know if I've never played the Fatal Frame games. I'm just trying to think of a game that's related to it. But um, I was hoping they would continue with more of a horror aspect. This game seems a little bit less tense and scary and more action focused and kind of almost like you're like using special powers to fight ghosts. Yep. Where I want I want it to be more like you're alone and like creepy things are happening and it's very eerie. Uh, more like the Evil Within at times or like just very you know butt clenching tense kind of things. You loved clenching uh, your butt while playing video games, don't you? <laughs> you know what? I like those games once in a while. I gotta admit, like I- I've been looking at some horror games to play in October, and uh, I'm excited to do that. But yeah, I mean, 
I don't don't think it looked bad. But yeah, you're right. Ghostwire Tokyo is one of those games that could be totally hit or miss. And um, I'll probably get it anyways, maybe not day one. The one thing that I found interesting is previously they have said um, that Ghostwire Tokyo is slated for October. And now it doesn't have a release date anymore. So I think it, it's um, probably going to come out much later than uh, much later in 2022. You think? I'm thinking probably summer. Yeah, I think summer or fall. Yeah, I just don't. I don't think it's in the you know the first four months or so. Yeah, it's too stacked. Um, but yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I think Sony's got a good lineup uh, next year. Not as much this fall, but uh, Horizon's going to be the big one for sure. Like that's that's a big a, that and GT Seven are big releases. Yeah, the three games. I mean, there's three games that I kind of want to talk about a bit more. The first is just because you might know more about this than me, and I maybe want to ask a question. Is Alan Wake? Like, I know that name, but I've never played that game before. Um, I don't really know the background of that game, so I just was curious if you had it more was, info um, on it. It was an Xbox 360 exclusive from Remedy. I don't know if you know Remedy. They made Oh, Remedy uh, made Control. Control. Control, yeah. Yeah, and they also made that other game. Quant- on, uh, Quantum, Quantum, Quantum Break. Le- Quantum Leaf, and I, and I believe they also did Break. the um, Max Payne games. So that's kind of their history. So really okay. good with third-person shooters and you know mechanic and like you know detailed uh, environments that kind of blow up and lots of uh, lots of things, lots of particles, yeah. lots of uh, items going around. So um, yeah, they're behind this game, um, but they're not behind the remake, I don't think. But they are behind the original. It's an Xbox 360 game. I I never played it, but it didn't really interest me that much. From what I remember reading, was that the game kind of devolves into. This action, uh, the, the way you take down ghosts is like shining them with a flashlight and then shooting at them. And from what I remember reading is like the second half of the game just kind of devolves into doing that a bunch. Mm. And loses some of its, its atmosphere. It's really hard to strike a balance with these survival horror games where they don't devolve into some sort of menial action. Uh, yeah, I know, yeah. I mean, that's even true for, and I'm not trying to criticize because I love Resident Evil 4. Even Resident Evil 4 has a bit of that, you know, where on the island you do get a bit more action-focused of a game. Yeah, but at least in Resident Evil 4, that's kind of a short-lived part of the end, and it's like constantly climaxing, and then it's over. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm not, I love Resident Evil 4. I don't so speak, we don't speak ill of Resident Evil 4 on this. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. But I guess, you know, a lot of, a lot of um, uh, survival games, they kind of fall into either being like a walking simulator... Or the other angle is being way too open and being basically like an action game. So mm-hmm. it's a tough ba- balance to strike where, you know, you, you have freedom of gameplay and, and options, but also you're guided. And it's not too free that it becomes an action rob. And from what I've heard, this game is that. I really hope you continue playing Evil Within 1 and then 2 because it they're both very different games for that exact reason that you described. Evil Within 1 is very much kind of a, a linear game. It's very story driven. It does get a little actiony at the end. I agree. Like it's it's kind of like that, you know, Resident Evil Four or Five, where it does devolve into that. Mm-hmm. Um, but Resident Evil, or The Evil Within Two is more open, where it actually starts off as more of a. It's this a whole is an town, act- isn't it? A whole town you're in. Yeah, exactly. And like there's side missions, and there's <laughs> actually it's like way different. So um, I'd just be curious to again, you don't have to beat them both, but just to play them both to see the kind of total difference of how they kind of uh took that game on maybe that'll be my october halloween kind of goal yeah i i i love them both for completely different reasons um they're it's like very very different styles the other two games i wanted to uh 
talk about are the ones we haven't really mentioned is one one for spoken I, I know we talked about it briefly for a second but um what did you think about this game um i think it looks awesome on the surface but considering it's coming out so soon and it's from square enix and i thought the cutscenes looked awful it gave me this air of kind of like a cheap b-tier game with like a cool surface level mechanic of movement across an open world you know but I mean, I guess I just kind of looked at it this time, and I'm like, okay, that open world's probably gonna be empty. It looks really cool to jump around it, but is it that involving with the platforming and and like movement? I don't know. Yeah, or like does it just I, look cool. I mean, I really, it, to me, it, it kind of struck me as something that could be a seven out of ten, or it could be something much more. But hard to tell. Yeah, I I, I agree with you on the traversal, like. Just moving around the place looks cool. I think the combat looks quite good too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do have a worry. Again, you mentioned Square Enix. I, I feel the same. I didn't like the cutscenes or the dialogue. But I, I also, I, I was getting the kind of vibes I got from Final Fantasy fifteen. I don't think you played that game. But looked really cool. Cool action scenes. You're warping around doing all these sword attacks. And looked great. But then when you actually pl- actually play the game yourself, it's a barren world. There's a lot of just nothingness. And the combat is actually so oversimplified, there's nothing to it. So I... I the, story I looks, the story looked awful. Yeah, so yeah, I just... I, I hope this game uh, is better. I, I'm, I'm optimistic, but I'm very, very cautious about it. Um, I, I think, you know, there's going to be some really awesome things about this because it looks like it's really pushing that... Um, some of the P- PS5 graphics and kind of uh, things that it can do. But I also think it's, you know, might not be the most well-directed. I don't know if directors or like are like d- densely, densely made. I mean, the world looks a little bit empty. Yeah, it looks, like, it looks like it's doing some really cool things that are pushing boundaries, but it also looks really weak in other areas. Like, a, I'm kind of like a generation ago, open world would have really blown me away, but now it kind of doesn't have the same allure to me. It's kind of like, okay, there's an open world... Why do I want to explore it? You know, is it yeah. just me going from waypoint to waypoint or from point to point? Like, I don't, that's and not, the, might as well not I, be overworld. I agree. The only thing that I think might save that point on this game is that traversal looks awesome. Like, I think back to um, Infamous Second Son, and that's honestly, there's not a lot to do in the city. Um, you know, you kind of move to fight after fight and kind of move to the mission, like the story mission. But moving around the city is just fun. Like, you can just do that all the time. It's like Spider-Man as well. I find those games just to move around the area fun. Mm-hmm. So this game might be one of those games where, you know, there might just be an area of kind of vacant space. But just to, like, move through the trees and up the rock face. And it might just be really cool and fun to do that. I, I just hope that there's, like, uh, it uses the, the open world in its fighting mechanics. And it's not just, like, traveling this big cool space to get somewhere initiate the fighting sequence travel somewhere initiate the fighting sequence travel somewhere and you know what i mean and initiate yeah. some mini game quest like let me use that traversal in the fighting let me fight yeah. giants let me let me fight in the open field let me run away from giant flame walls and things like that's where i think it, it would interest me more where this time seeing it looked a little bit it kind of worried me that it looks cool until you get to your gameplay and then your gameplay is just like a lot of other games. Very, yeah very constricted yeah, I, I was thinking the same thing. It would be awesome if they had, you know, God of War sized bosses. You're just warping up the like the leg and the knee, and you're like, and then you're warping back down, and things are flying after. Like, it'd be cool if you could. I mean, I don't know if the PS5 can even do something that crazy, but um, I think that would be awesome. 
Yeah, I mean, one of the reasons I, I love Breath of the Wild, or even think the gameplay in Far Cry is good, is because it uses that world for the gameplay. And the enemies fight you in the world, and they burn, they can knock down trees and burn down trees, and even Zelda didn't do it that much, because the bosses were kind of segmented, and same with the the lions, and the, uh, or the, um, what's it called, like the, the big, I can't remember the big, those big fat enemies are, but like, they're always kind of segmented, but the um, guardians weren't really... Mm-hmm. And I don't know, that's one thing I look... I mean, I'm almost turned off of open world now. It's kind of like... Ugh. I, I think Horizon does it really well, too, don't they? Where you can find any type of enemy in any type of area, and it'll mix, it'll mix it up. It's not It's not like... Do you know what I mean by that? Where like you're not just no, walking into a field and seeing one dinosaur there all the time. Horizon, Horizon actually is like that, because it's almost like hunting in a game where there are certain zones that have certain creatures. Okay. Well, cool. I mean, I, I really liked her. I really liked Horizon, but it does feel a little bit constricted and static in those ways. Are so you I, I, excited for Horizon Two? Oh yeah, super excited. I just the main reason I'm excited is just the the color difference. Where the first game, it does get a little bit muddy at times. It gets a little bit similar the colors, the oranges and the browns. That's how I felt. Mm-hmm. Um, where this game, you know, you got those really really um, bright, vibrant colors of the of the beach and kind of that coastal region. So yeah, I, I'm it's really look looking great forward on to it. your TV. Yeah, that's what I I know. And like the thing is, I haven't played a lot of those PS4 games on my TV. So just jumping to the sequel um, is going to be mind blowing for that reason alone. Are you getting um, Ghost? Well, sorry, Ghost of Tsushima or um, what's the other yeah. director's cut? Uh, Death Stranding. Are, are so. I had I have the original Death Stranding. I don't know if if you have it or played it. No, you told me about it. You you didn't love it, but I, I know the director's cut is coming out. I mean, it's a cool idea, but after like six hours, I was like, I, I just didn't I didn't want to commit more time to seeing more. Hmm. Um, I, I'm sure, and I know people say it gets way cooler once you get more into it, and you know it's more online, and there's all these stuff to it. But I, the gameplay just wasn't pulling me along to find more gameplay. So uh, I just, it, it's not a bad game. It looks great. It's a cool idea. The story was actually really cool, but I just didn't care enough to go through walking again and again and again. It really, you do have to kind of get used to the walking. And uh, Ghost of Tsushima is on my top like six of most wanted games right now. I'm, I'm watching it every day to see when it goes on sale. I think it'll be a while though because it, it uh, you know, the PS5 version just came out. So I don't think it's going to drop in price not right away. Maybe next year at some point. Or yeah, maybe like Black Friday. Um, and uh, there's just one more game I want to talk about. Um, what is your thought on? Actually, maybe a few more. But what was your thought on Project Eve? That was that game they showed early on, right? I thought the, that looked, the fir- first game. I thought that looked kind of cool, like it has potential. But I'm not. It's it's hard to tell now what's a major open world game and what's kind of like from an indie studio with ambition. Like I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know much. Of th- who's the developer behind it? Do you know? Uh, I don't know. I'll check right now. I mean, it looked it looked pretty cool. Uh, I mean, it did strike me a bit that it has such giant worlds, but I don't know. It says Shift Up Corporation. Yeah, that's. I wasn't sure if that was the an actual developer, like part of the game's. Story. I think they're they're Korean. They're a Korean developer. But anyways, I just thought you would have more to say about it because to me, I the moment I saw the first three seconds of it, I thought it was a Bayonetta something. It looked it looked a lot like Bayonetta. Didn't it, it looked it looked like PlayStation said, "Hey, we want to have uh, a Bayonetta clone," 
and someone said, I'm on it. <laughs> like the the fight, uh, and that's why I was surprised you even mentioned open world. This, to me, this game looks very linear, story driven, level based, even, and I think it's going to be so much, um, or sorry, so like mirrored of Bayonetta that people are going to really kind of make that comparison to Bayonetta three when they both come out. You think? Well, I mean, we don't know anything about Bayonetta three. I think Bayonetta three is years away, so we'll probably see Eve first. Project Eve is what next year, probably. Uh, yeah, I don't think it was actually given an actual release date. No, it wasn't. I mean, it, it's just hard to tell in these trailers how deep and rewarding and how how good the action actually feels to play. So games like this kind of kind of pass by me until I see they're close to release and I'm here. Yeah, I, I need to see more. I just thought you know it looks very platinum esque. So I thought you may, maybe you know you're you would have been more hyped about it. Because I know you love the Bayonetta games. Um, well, you know what? I gotta say, games like Near Autom- Automata and um, what's the other one that you like that you think is gonna be Game of the Year? Uh, that like games like oh, Return that, Returnal. Returnal, yeah. Like those games would never be on my radar until very close to release, and all of a sudden you're like, whoa, these are beloved games. I gotta try them out. Yeah, Re- Returnal is so freaking good. I, I I can't imagine anything beating it. It's your Game of the Year, I know. Other than what we're gonna talk about next for oh sorry was there one more game you wanted to talk about from the PlayStation? Um, the only other game I, I really wanted to mention I, I don't have to mention it very much because I never played it but um, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake was announced and it's a PS5 uh, maybe PC as well but I think it's a PS5 only actually timed exclusive. Yeah, for six to twelve months or something. Yeah, but is uh, Sony developing it or are they just paying for an exclusive? Like I think they're they're publishing it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, I played the original a little bit on Xbox. It's interesting because it, it is kind of an Xbox game. It's as if Microsoft kind of had a Crash Bandicoot exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of because it is. I mean, it, it was on the original Xbox and PC. It was not on PS2 or GameCube. So a lot of Xbox fans, you know, remember this game from their childhood on it. Their the first Xbox. It's a really cool game. It's got a really great end twist. I won't ruin it for you. But what is it? Is it? I I thought this was like. Is this an MMORPG or is no, this? No, it's, sto- it's just a story-driven single-player action RPG. Oh, okay, cool. I did not know that. I thought it was because there was an MMORPG too that people always talk about with Star Wars. Yeah, Galaxies. Okay. Uh, this is different. Has a story. There's even a sequel. Uh, and the story, like the the combat's really well made because you can play with a gun. Or it's a little a lot like Mass Effect. The way it, it's a little, it's not quite turn-based, but it it is a little bit. Almost like is it um, kind of like uh, Fallout? Final Fantasy VII remake? I never played it, but I think it's more closer to like Fallout Three, Fallout Four. Okay, I never where, played the Fallout where you games. You can slow it down and choose a choose like how you're gonna. Hit oh it. yeah, I, I did that for Fallout Four. I, I hated that mechanic actually. So we'll see how it plays I don't out. Know. I mean, game. look it up. It's it's a classic. I think the fact that we didn't see anything means we'll be waiting until 2024 to see this. Hmm. Um, that's just the way it is right now, I guess. We're waiting a long time. I mean, I guess, you know, to round off my thoughts, I figured Sony would have something exclusive for the PS5 to show us by now that was, like, exciting looking, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But they don't. And it's kind of disappointing that God of War is a PS4 game and Horizon is a PS4 game. And they both kind of look like it to me. They both kind of look iterative in the, in the most negative sense. Uh, so I'm still kind of waiting for that big Sony PS5 exclusive to even show okay. it to us. I would say I would say Returnal is that, but uh, or Ratchet and Clank. 
Um, Both of those games I, I've heard were so short and, and small. And Over oh, Returnal, I could put in another 30 hours to this day and still oh, enjoy it. You're a Returnal enthusiast. I mean, I platinumed the game, so that'll tell you something about it. Wow. And um, I, I agree. I mean, there's a lot of games um, that are PS4 carryover, and there's a lot of games that were shown that are not coming anytime soon. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I, I give it an eight. How about that? I give it an eight out of yeah. 10. Like I think there's a lot of things to be excited for. I hope they have more to fill up their, you know, their years as they kind of go through them. I um, am kind of surprised that they showed Insomniac having two more games because because they've shown they they released and um, Miles Morales and Ratchet and Clank, and now they're showing two two more games. And it kind of raises the, the question that, of, That's like, why I think Logan is so far away. Like, Spy- they're working hard on Spider-Man 2. That's coming. We'll see it next E3. It'll come out in May 2023. Something like Logan. That. But I, yeah. But Logan, we're going to see it later. Wolverine. Yeah. Oh, sorry. But, Same thing. But, yeah. Well, Logan's a movie. Um, I, I just think it's interesting because it makes me kind of raise the question of where are the other developers? Um, you know, like... I'm sure Naughty Dog is working on something. I, I know there's probably a team that's working on the multiplayer factions for The Last of Us 2. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Ben Studios working on, I think, a new IP, they said. and Where's Sucker Punch? That's what I want to know. I agree. Where is Sucker? Like, I totally agree with that. And I just find it, one, impressive that, you know, Insomniac is able to confidently show stuff and turn them out. And you're right, it'll be a few years out. But I'm just... I am surprised that we're getting four games shown, released and shown by Insomniac, before we get one shown by three or four of their big uh, studios. Yeah, same here. I mean, it's, it's Insomniac has had a little bit of a cheat though with their games so far because Spider-Man is kind of a PS. It's kind of an upgrade to a PS4 game. It's like a little bit of a DLC expansion. Yeah, I don't know if I'd call that like. It's not like they built. Yeah, Spider-Man it's like a standalone DLC. I agree. And Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet and yeah. Clank, like they've been iteratively making those every two years for the past, you know, twenty yeah, years. Yeah, they have so, the formula. They have the formula down for that, and even that game is pretty short. It's a little different. Yeah, I mean, it's. I guess it just goes to show just how hard it is to make games now. I mean. It's it's hard to just have a big brand new triple A from the ground up new exclusive in year one or even year two for these systems now. You have to have something that's more iterative that the studio's been building on. I mean, even with Nintendo, it's like what, what was their big Switch exclusive in the first year? Splatoon and Mario. You know, both in the first sequels. in the first year, Breath of the Wild. <laughs> but I mean that was also a Wii U game that was Oh you true, know, yeah. I don't know if I count that as a big Switch exclusive. Um, I mean, it, it turned out to be the same way GTA Five is going to be a big PS5 game, but um, you know what I mean. Like, it's almost like to expect Sony to have some sort of brand new take on something in the first year or two is, is probably a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a rumor that a Twisted Metal is in development, and there's, I mean, there's Silent Hill rumors all over the place too. Yeah, I, I would love something like a Siphon Filter. Uh, or something a little more action heavy. Like I, I don't like how uh, I mean I love I love Naughty Dog and their games, but I like I kind of am tired of the open world or you know really really story driven third person or really story driven third person shooter. And I'd like a th- I'd like using those third person shooter mechanics for something more gamey, like a Vanquish or. A... I was think I was about to say Vanquish. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree. Um, yeah, I mean 
there's a lot of potential, and I, I liked what I saw, but I, yeah, I, I hope there's, you know, and I, I, we know there's more in the works. I'm just excited to, when those get shown. Yeah, I mean, the next. don't forget, next year has uh, Eden Ring as well, or Elden Ring. Uh, yeah, that's, that's not an exclusive. That's not an exclusive. I know, but that's going to be a huge game in January. Oh, so it's that's it, my number number one most wanted game right now. Yeah, they had a trailer of it right before the um, showcase, and it looked really good. Really. Yeah, it. I want it a hundred times more than Metroid. Well, that's a good segue uh, into Switch. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there have been some games that have come out recently for Switch. I guess the notable releases are, uh, you know, the new Sonic. Colors Ultimate. Oh, I hope we talk about that Let's game. Talk about that for Let's talk about that game. Uh, no More Heroes 3 and recently WarioWare uh, Get It Together got reviewed. So all of them have landed around, what, 75, 76 on the review scales. Mm-hmm. All seem pretty decent. Nothing amazing. I don't think I'm going to get any of them. Yeah, me neither. Um, yeah, I mean, No More Heroes 3 even looked okay, but I just can't handle the... the I thought you pre-ordered that game, or was that crazy? You're crazy. Oh. <laughs> I was on the fence about it. I, I mean, it looked good. The fighting looks good, but it just doesn't come together. I mean, I, I just can't handle that 20 frames a second open world. That, that's how I felt when I uh, I played one and I think some of two. They, they are like, they're fun concept. There's fun gameplay in there, but they're, it is really rough around the edges. That's how I felt. It just wasn't quite cohesive. It didn't always feel fluid to play. And it, when you're comparing it to, you know, now that Platinum is such a kind of conquering studio when it comes to these, you know, action uh, games, I, I think they just kind of got overshadowed. Like, their gameplay feels a little outdated. Even though yeah, I mean, it looks, it's a much smaller team, too. I, I was going to say, it feels more indie, like an indie Platinum, and I just, I'm not really interested in that. I'm curious to see how it sells, though. I think it'll do pretty well. Oh, I, think it'll it'll sell. Do, I think it'll do terribly. Really? I, I think, I, I hope it can at least sell a million copies worldwide. I think it can do that on Switch. Um, you think it'll do terribly? Wow, with all the hype it's had, and I mean, I, I did. It's gotten some real some reviews. I think a, mi- I think a million. It. I think a million is possible. I just um, I don't see it as you know a, the next big tent pole for the Switch. Of course not. No, it never was going to be. Um, yeah, I, I yeah, you know, I, some people would have predicted five million, or it could have been. Yeah, right. Um, maybe maybe if it was like amazing, <laughs> right? But yeah, uh, I mean, no. Uh, it's just too small of a studio, and to pull off an open world like that, you gotta fill it. You know, it's very hard to fill an open world with stuff. Even big with a small studios, studio. yeah, yeah. Even big studios have a problem with that. So, um, I'll, I mean, Wario also got some. I thought the reviews for War, Get It Together, WarioWare, were gonna be higher. Yeah, I was surprised by that too. I, I don't know how the others in the series uh, reviewed. You might know that, but quite well, quite well. Maybe, like, did you actually read reviews about why it wasn't rated as high? Was there something Well, about... I played the demo as well. It's, it was a demo on the eShop. And I think that it just kind of doesn't really inspire a lot of creativity. I mean, you just play with the regular controls. Okay. Uh, yeah. There's also no online mode. And they said, I've read that a lot of the four-player modes don't really land. Or a lot of the, co- the cooperative modes. Like, it's just easier to play with one person. Okay. Yeah. So it's almost like it makes it. It's that kind of like Nintendo style of multiple players makes it more chaotic, which is more fun, but also like less efficient. Mm-hmm. It's not like focus. Oh yeah, like we're gonna do this together. It's more like you're in my way. You might as well not play or stay behind me. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um. So that a little bit of that. It just. I don't know. To me, the lack of online always hurts the multiplayer game a lot. Um. Yeah. It's a lot. A lot of things like that, and also it has. 
has over 200 mini games or micro games, but that's still less than WarioWare Gold, which was a redux of older games, but uh, had over 300. And to be honest, I would have probably just preferred a, a remix of Gold with an inclusion of smooth moves from Wii using the Joy-Con. You know, because gold had the touchscreen stuff, it had twist stuff, it had regular stuff, and it just would be amazing to be able to set that up. You know, sit at your TV and say, okay, we don't want touchscreen, we don't want rotation right now, we just want, or we're, we're playing with controllers, you want controls and this, or we want, it would have been really customizable. So, mm-hmm. I would prefer that. I Hopefully they still do that, like a WarioWare Gold on Switch, because um, I love the WarioWare franchise, but... I don't know. Try the demo. It is fun. It's, it's okay. Fun yeah, I didn't. Know, I didn't even know they had a demo, so I'll, I'll download it. Try it. Yeah, it's it's fun, and if I mean, it's just it's just to be honest, it's we're in a landscape now. We're paying. It's not full price, but paying nearly full price for that. Eh, you know. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I, I'm. You got to be way more selective with games, so that's yeah. not really. I think you know, at twenty dollars, I'd get that for sure. Exactly, exactly. Uh, or if it had the online mode, right? If I knew I could just kind of play forever by myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it's kind of something that I'll play with one person once, and if they don't like it, th- that'll be the only time. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, I don't know, we'll see. Um, but yeah. Uh, the other thing, uh, we haven't talked about it since, was a new Metroid trailer dropped. Oh, we're not going to talk about Sonic? What is there to talk We talk about it every week. It came out. Uh, has terrible glitches on the switch apparently it's 30 apparently it's got it's got like seizure warnings like or yeah. it's got a seizure problem because it like flashes colors it, it looks but it's not like it's broken like the game looks com- yeah, like it looks everything's broken. it's not just like oh the game is colorful it's things are wrong with like sp- like you know uh polygon 3d models loading and it's like these blur of colors like things are not right with that game like it i looks- heard the ps5 version and xbox version have issues as well I yeah I think I think it's you know the game, but like how, like how did that pass quality assurance? People actually said that. How did that game pass quality assurance to be released? Like it's uh, not how did any game from Sonic pass quality. Yeah, but assurance? you know it's one thing that like have a bad. <laughs> it's one thing to, like you know a game is just bad or if you know even frame rates one thing, but that's like everything's not loading properly. Like it's like the game is actually broken. They had to reach a date. What else I know, it? just just like I oh know, it's God. it's so like it's like they don't care. It's the about most the it's Sonic the most embarrassing thing I've seen Sonic do in a long time. They don't it care is, about the brand of Sonic. Like they they literally just to them releasing it regularly is more important than the quality. Yeah, like it's like they'd rather just have Sonic on a box in a store than not have a Sonic on a box in a store. Mm-hmm. You know, it's too bad that they haven't really ever released a good Sonic game, and it, it's really too bad. I mean. I watched a few video reviews, and it still looks good. It still is one of the better 3D Sonics. Oh, I, I think it's unplayable. It doesn't look good. It's broken. It looks yeah, to me you, like... The, you hit those issues. I know, and, I know it's you like... You restart, and it, go, it doesn't happen the next time. And yeah, but people I... People never see those issues, so... It's always yeah, overstated. I, I don't know. It, to, I just... I can't believe it's in that state. Yeah, maybe get it in a couple months. To me, I feel like this game will definitely show up on uh, xbox game pass or psn plus at some point it's just the perfect candidate for that especially in two years mm-hmm. and i will be happy to, to take a trip down memory lane with it then <laughs> that's as far as it goes you know and then sonic, sonic, should be, sonic should be buried in a deep deep grave sonic has hurt me okay he's <laughs> made the more the more sonic games that come out the more he's staining my copy of smash brothers for being it. <laughs> 
<laughs> so that's such a good that's such a good line. Like he's like slowly <laughs> to remove like the quality of of when when a Sonic game comes out, the quality of Ultimate goes down. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I guess there's not a lot uh, coming out in September. I, I mean, that I know of for Switch. The next big game is obviously Metroid Dread. Uh, there's a new trailer that came out for it that looks amazing. I know you saw it and you said your all your faith is restored. I yeah. So I I watched like again like I I said another uh, podcast. I think it's gonna be a really good game. I was really hesitant by the team. I I didn't know from the first trailer. I was you know it just looked good. I was worried about some of the play the play style of the game with the stealth and the Emmy robots and you know the, what what's kind of cool or upgrady about this. So that's why I chose to watch this trailer because I was really like I was gonna pass or kind of be dark, um, mm-hmm. but I, I watched the trailer and I watched maybe thirty percent of it and I had to turn it off because my hype was maxed out and I didn't want to ruin anything else for me. They show a lot in this trailer. I know they showed. I saw like two power ups in a boss and I was like, I'm done. That's they showed it. a lot more power ups and they. I know. I don't. I don't want to. Don't say anything. I will. You shouldn't say anything, even for our, our two listeners. No. Yeah. I, I would. <laughs> I would I would strongly um, I forgot what I was gonna say yeah don't watch it is what I was gonna say I would strongly recommend not watching it I mean to me I watched it I don't see the difference between the hype I get from watching it in the trailer and the hype I get when I see it in the game because I know there's lots of things that will still be in the game that'll tip my hype me 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 too but I still like going in more blind if I can I mean I like, I, I saw the trailer within moments of it releasing I didn't realize it was gonna be so spoiler heavy. Um, but whatever. I just all I needed to do was watch enough to know that it's a hundred percent guarantee going to be amazing, and that's all I needed, and that's I'm done. I, I will it block looks out. Amazing. Into- I mean, I think there's a few things to keep in mind because I know you're doubting Mercury Steam, but um, the entire map design and, and world design is done by Nintendo. They don't just say okay. to them, "Hey, make us a Metroid game," and like we want some, you know, some special gun that does this. They literally sent them the entire map of the game. <laughs> how do you know, how do you know they sent the I, entire I, map? I read it in an interview because um, I went back and I read. There's on the Met, every time they release a new trailer every two weeks or so, they release a new like chapter to read on the Metroid website about how the design of it is going and how like they they've re- released a lot of information on there. Um, I'm pretty well caught up with the game. Like they announced already, there'll be sequence breaking and different ways to beat the game. Like you don't have to do it all one way. Like other oh, that, that's games. cool. Yeah. Yeah, they said you can use different traversal abilities to actually go and beat it a different way, which is yeah, super cool. Well, it's it's important to remember that this is the first true new two D Metroid since a lot of the lessons and kind of core concepts they've learned from Metroid Prime series. Well, assuming they learned anything from Metroid Prime series, it seemed like, to act like it doesn't exist. Um, but anyways, I the thing that the thing that reaffirmed my like a, some of my worries about the game in this trailer was just seeing. A wide diversity of uh, locations. That's what I, I was. That was one of the things I noticed too. And it seems like you know Nintendo does this where they're with their E three reveal. They're like, okay, we'll stay in this one location, and then it kind of makes everybody think the game doesn't have this diversity of color. And then you see this this trailer, and they're all over the place. They're in you know rainy settings. They're underwater. They're in like a volcano don't ruin area. it, Pete. Oh, sorry. Uh, well, it just looked great, and, t- and tons of um, power ups. So like, and they. There's, you know there's going to be more power-ups that were in the trailer. And just let me tell you a lot of the, a lot of new cool moves and a lot of... I don't know if they were in Samus Returns, but some of the moves that were like... seems like they're taking it from Metroid Prime and bringing it into this. Okay, that's um, cool. 
Yeah, it looks awesome, and just a few of the cutscenes look great, and the, like the whole story surrounding it really has me. I mean, I can see this game being the obvious game of the year. I, I can see it coming out and being Nintendo's high reviewed game. You know, I think it, I think it'll be Nintendo's number one game for sure. Yeah, um, I think reviews, it'll be. The, I, I think it'll. Maybe. I think it could even be the best selling Metroid of all time. Easily. And um, I don't think it's going to win Game of the Year on you know most sites, um, just because there's other really big heavy hitters that I think will just beat it out. Like I think I think Halo or Battlefield or just hey, by Halo I know comes out uh, too late to really be included in the Game of the Year conversation anymore, right? Because it's coming out in December, December eighth, and like by then most of the publications have chosen, and video game awards have already happened by then. So are we not allowing it for that year? I thought you're I the one that told me reset. We're, you told me that allowed, reset eras. No, we're allowed to say no, whatever we want, and same with reset. Era. I know. I just mean, with a lot of the, you said the uh, <laughs> with a lot of the websites said, and the video game awards, Halo won't be included anymore. I know. I'm just saying. You said your official the the real game of the year awards. You said was reset era. I agree. For me, but I'm just I'm no, just making. You it said that's. You said that when I said like. What metric are we using? You said, oh, it's Reset Era. It's got to be. Fair, but I mean, we never really... It's not like we're betting anything on our guesses for Game of the Year, are we? <laughs> no, I know. I just... We're talking... I thought we were talking about Game of the Year on Reset Era, and now you're bringing No, I, other... I thought... I, I was just speaking in terms of... Because you were like, oh, I, I think Halo will win the Game of the Year. But I guess in some way, I, I thought... I, I guess, I mean, like, overall, a lot of publications won't be able to award it. It won't be like the year that The Last of Us came out and The Breath of the Wild came out, every publication was awarding those games, but the game of the year. Yeah. This year, we're going to have Halo missing from like 90% of those uh, awards. It'll be in the recent era one because they do it in January. Um, so yeah, that's, I'm just making a note of that. Mm-hmm. Which leads more credence to Halo, uh, sorry, Metroid winning, but we'll see. I mean, Metroid just hits all the boxes. Like, you got to think like, when Halo was shown off, like there seemed to be all this discussion about what different gamers want and the campaign and that one, one character, the monkey-looking character that everyone thought looked terrible. Like it's it's had a lot of bad publicity. Metroid's just had like a clean streak. Do you know what I mean? Like the hype's just going yeah. accelerating. It looks great from the it's going up only yeah. get go. There's been no delays. Like it's from reveal to release. It's been like the smoothest marketing like line <laughs> ever. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So um, I don't. I'm, I'm super excited for it. I can't believe it's a month away. I know. Yeah, I, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So I, I'm super excited for it now after that trailer. So don't worry. I'm I'm on Team Metroid now. Yeah, I, I really think it could get Game of the Year. I still think Returnal is going to beat it out for me. We'll see. But I, I Returnal, I, it's one of my favorite games of all time. We'll see. I, I just I'm not so convinced that any of these fall games are really going to light anyone up anymore. Like, I don't know if we're going to get a... I don't know if Shin Megami Tensei Five might be good and Forza not, uh, 7 will be good. But is anything really going to be that big Last of Us kind of game? Or Breath of the Wild or Mario? No, yeah, if it's not Halo, then Metroid probably would be the next big I, I, big I honestly game. think the next... Because Battlefield, yeah. I mean, Battlefield and Call of Duty kind of games, they just won't win that award. Yeah, they don't they don't get the excitement going the same way. I think it really at this point it is a Metroid or Halo competition, or I think Returnal, and I think Resident Evil Village will do somewhat. Okay. I just mean I in, ter- in, in terms of the fall. My oh, share. the fall, yeah, yeah, I yeah. agree. Then like it's either yeah. going to be a Metroid fall or a Halo fall. It's not both. Yes, <laughs> it's not going to be yeah. Pokemon. 
So could always be advanced. It could always be the advanced war re- remake. You never know. Yeah, if that doesn't get delayed, <laughs> uh, I don't think it will. Um, okay, so another no, yeah. news. Uh, there's rumors that Nintendo Switch uh, Online is going to introduce Game Boy and Game Boy Color. May doesn't mention Game Boy Advance in this report. Maybe, maybe not. Um, not too exciting for me. I don't know what you think. I mean, there are some. Yeah, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, it's Game Boy Advance games that I really want. Game Boy Color, it'd be cool to play some of them. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I hope Game Boy Advance eventually comes because that's where like the real, the real honeypot of handheld games are. I agree. Well stated. Um, but I don't know. If there's a few things on Game Boy that it might be fun to go back to. I know Donkey Kong '94 is really great, and the original Tetris. Is that and... is that? And what about? Isn't Donkey Kong Land? Isn't Donkey Kong Land on Game Boy Color? That's yes. Uh, that's the one. No, Donkey, Donkey Kong you... Land is on Game Boy, I believe, and then Donkey Kong Country is on Game Boy Color. Because there's a Donkey Kong game that you never played. Well, there's Donkey Kong and there's Donkey Kong Land. One, two, but three. It, but that's actually a, a 2D. It's like it's just like Donkey Kong Country, but different levels and game. It's like the Game Boy Advance version of Donkey Kong. You know, but we're not talking about. Yeah, we're not talking about Donkey Kong Land. Yeah, one and two and three came to Game Boy. They I know not, those... they were not. They were not the same as the Donkey Kong Country that came to Game Boy Color and Game Boy Advance. I exactly, but I'm saying Donkey Kong Land and Donkey Kong Land Two are games that you've never played. They're not I know, the same. And as... three, I know. If if they came, I'd be I'd, I'd be happy to give those a play. Yeah, because um, they they yeah. look like they're the same three as Donkey Kong Country, but they're not. They're not. No. Yeah. Also, the Wario games, uh, Wario Land uh, two and three are on Game Boy, which are good, good ones. Game Boy Color. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, overall, Game Boy Advance is, is what I want badly. Hopefully, they do it. Um, in other news, uh, CEO John Gibson of Tripwire, and maybe you heard about this news. He tweeted in support of the Texas abortion laws. And has since ruined his entire career and had to sit down as CEO. So I thought that was kind of hilarious. That is, he's ruined, literally ruined his career over a tweet, which was known to happen. Um, they made the games the Man Eater, that which I it's on Game Pass. You play? Oh, I played Man Eater. It's actually pretty fun. Yeah, I, I played it too. It's on Game Pass. It's kind it, of fun. I had a friend that I had a friend that really got into Chivalry. That's the Knight versus Knight. Yep, I online. played some Chivalry with uh, me and Adrian Vit played that. Number two's coming out. So yeah. this guy really stupid thing to tweet, right? Um, and what happened was a lot of the company's partners kind of stepped up and said, "We don't want to support this company anymore as long as he's there." And even his own staff kind of made a statement. It was a bad, it's bad look. So yeah, good riddance. What do you think about that? I mean, yeah, there's not really much to think about that. It's just kind of a, it's just kind of funny to think like, hey, I'm gonna wake up this morning and while I'm drinking coffee, I think I'm gonna make that tweet I was thinking about, and then by the time he's eating lunch, he's getting calls about being fired and all. I mean, I just imagine the stress he's got to go through, right? Yeah, people just don't. they don't realize those things have consequences. I don't know why, after so many examples that they do. But yeah, some people just don't realize. But you know what? I'm betting he's probably a multimillionaire and could retire and never have to work a day in his life anyways. Well, hopefully the bank, after hearing about this, uh, closes his account. And... <laughs> yeah, that, that's, <laughs> Imagine they that could do that. fair. Like, yeah. <laughs> the bank's like, you don't agree with our values, so um, we actually closed your account. Yeah, we've frozen your account permanently. <laughs> How do I get my money? Oh, you can't. <laughs> 
oh what about my house and my mortgage like actually they're coming right now to take you out of it <laughs> <laughs> you don't agree with the mortgage company's values uh anyways yeah screw him that's funny ruin his career what an idiot um mm-hmm. so uh i guess we'll move on to our what have you been playing section um what have you been playing derek yeah i actually haven't been playing too much since our last time talking Wow. Um, you know, I finished Resident Evil uh, Village and Returnal, and I platinum both those games. Yeah, you told me uh, Resident Evil Eight was a, uh, was okay. I would give it an eight point two and eight point three. Oh, wow. so uh, specific. Okay. Well, I'm just thinking like it's above an eight, but it, I don't think it's in that eight point five nine range. Okay. Yeah, it's it is really good. Um, I I platinumed it, so I have played the game multiple playthroughs pretty close together. The beginning of the game's awesome, and I actually, despite most people, um, I really like the end of the game. It's the middle section that I really did not like. It felt uh, I don't want to, without revealing too much. There's basically kind of four main kind of sections, maybe five, and the first section's really good, and then the fourth and even the fifth section are, are pretty good. But two and three are total... They, they almost felt like they should have had more content, but they just didn't. Like, they... Huh. It, it, it felt very barren um, compared to the other sections. So I don't know if they just ran out of time and they actually had more more ideas for it. Um, but yeah, it, it, that was the only kind of real issue with I had was that I just... I almost wanted more of the game in those areas and I didn't get it. Um, huh. Yeah, but, I have a feeling I know exactly what the game is already. Well, yeah, it's Resident Evil Eight. I just mean the way it progresses. Yeah, like like you'll you'll, it's it's a pretty good mix of Resident Evil Four mixed with Resident Evil Seven. Like that's yeah, the best way. I'm yeah. down for that. It's fun. Yeah, like like I I think you'll like it. Like you'll enjoy it a lot. You'll enjoy it more than Seven, I'm sure. Oh um, really? Because Seven, I, I really liked. Seven is good. I, I found it. There were issues with it. Um, I like them both. Seven, I would give it an eight as well. Like they're they're close. They're just very different. I thought the beginning uh, of seven, like the first, let's say four or five hours, were absolutely incredible, and then it kind of gets falls into a slump in that se- like the later half. Yeah, I think the later half of seven it falls in that slump too. I, I would like one of these first person Resident Evils that has that interactivity of the first part of seven, where you know where like you can really run around the house any which way, and that scene in the garage which has which really feels open ended. I would like something that works that way, but maybe it's a little bit smaller. It seems like a lot of these Resident Evils want to put you on the 20-hour pathway to play the whole game. I, I wouldn't mind if the game was only 6 hours, but had t- 20 or 10 outcomes. You know? Yeah, I mean, most Resident Evil games are about 10 to 12 hours. This game, Resident Evil 8, is about 10 hours. Yeah, okay. And I, I know it gets to a point where you're really just mowing down wolves and enemies. But... Yeah, again, you'll. it's a good game. You'll, you'll, you should play that. Um, but anyways, that, that's not what I've been playing. Um, so what I actually have been playing the past week or so as crazy as it's gonna sound is i i'm playing the old diablo 2 so not the remake i've chosen not i actually canceled my order of the remake and i've been playing the old diablo 2 that i already own so i'm not supporting activision blizzard by playing it and i'm playing a mod on it and it turns out this mod is called median xl and the mod's been around it's been around for 26 years or something crazy the mod's been like been around as long as the game has been and uh, they just released a 2.0 update. So it was like 1.8 for like, you know, five or six years or something. And they finally just revamped everything. It includes 4K resolution, um, brand new skill trees, brand new end game. Like 
everything's different about the game except the core kind of Diablo uh, kind of look. Um, like everything's it all over- sounds better than the, what the remake it, is offering. I think it is better than the remake. Like the remake one, it, it's still running under the hood the old game, and uh, so it still has those kind of laggy graphical jankiness. But this game, I mean, this game has too, honestly. Um, but this game just like they all the quality of life improvements that you want in Diablo two, they actually implemented. Where Diablo two remake doesn't implement almost any of them. Like that, like I'll just give you a quick example. Like auto pick up gold is something that they have in the the remake. It's been in this game for a decade, so I've been having a blast. I got three other friends that are playing it with me. Everything feels new. So if you're a fan of Diablo two, our two listeners, um, hmm. and you want to just play Diablo two without having to spend you know sixty dollars or whatever it is on the remake, I really encourage download the old game, download Median XL the mod, get the four K resolution. Um, you can, there's even a way to get 60 frames per second on a game that runs at 25 frames as like, it's kind of, the um, new valid. remake has to run at 60, doesn't it? I think the, re- the new remake re- remake runs at 60, but I'm saying this mod is using an, a game engine that's running at 25 frames. Like, so all the time timing and all this kind of stuff runs at 25, but they, the modders did the same thing that the remake did. They, there's a way to make it 60 frames and, and like smooth it over while still having all the same like values of attack speed and stuff based on the 25 frame game system. Hmm, Anyways. Yeah. It's, it's, um, I really recommend it for anyone that is having that Diablo itch. Yeah. It's funny. I mean, I was going to buy Diablo two, but I'm not going to anymore. So but yeah, I me, me neither. Don't I can't, I, I went to the effort because uh, I told on the, my podcast, uh, that I'd already pre-ordered it and there's nothing I could do. I just went through, through the effort of like having to email them and wait for them to reply and then explain my reasoning, and I got it canceled. I, I didn't want to buy the game anymore. Good. I mean, that, that makes more of a statement about why you're canceling. When you yeah. Stuff like that. Uh, interesting. Cool. Um, All right. So, what have you been playing, Pete? Well, I've been playing. I mean, I've been on the road for the last two weeks, so I've I've been playing mostly on Switch, and I actually decided to replay Super Metroid on the Nintendo Switch Online Super Nintendo app. Uh, beat the whole thing to completion, so I'm just kind of prepping my grease in my wheels for Dread. I'm surprised you did that. I would not want to play Metroid right now. Uh, I mean, there's still a month. I can see. I can see how it gets hype. I just wouldn't want to get burnt out either. I mean, I'm tempted to go play like Metroid Prime, but I'm not. I'm gonna hold off. But I just wanted to like get a little bit of the history in me again. And I haven't played Super Metroid since I was in college, so I wish there was a way to play Fusion on the Switch because that's the one that actually the you have story it on your 3ds, don't you? Yeah, but I don't. I don't know where my 3ds is right now. Oh, I, I just I, I know where mine is. I just want to um, play it again to remember the story because the story does tie into this. There one. are good videos on YouTube that'll give you like a 20 minute breakdown of the whole Metroid story. Okay, awesome. And I think this new game they said uh, will catch it'll catch you up. Um, okay, great. But I mean, every Metroid story is the same. You get called to do a mission on a planet, and then you have to do it. So. <laughs> It's not Yeah, I, I know, but I mean if this is the the final one of this kind of pen pentology, then uh yeah. Yeah, um which actually has me very interested and I think we're gonna see like an evil Chozo and anyways I don't wanna talk about dread because I can talk about it for a whole yeah. podcast. Um so yeah, I beat Super Metroid and playing I've been playing three D World as well, so I beat that. Uh Mario. I mean I already beat oh, the nice. Bowser's uh, Fury, but I'm now I'm just going through three D World. It's so such a tight game. Uh, are you playing, are you gonna are you gonna do all the bonus content? I'm already I'm into the bonus content now. 
Oh, nice. Uh, which is the best parts of the game. The, the final world's great. So I'm just loving replaying that again with the music. Um, I've also been playing on Xbox. I've been playing Psychonauts 2. And this game kind of surprised me because I'm really liking it. And I'm actually pretty far into it now. I'm probably about five hours in. Um, and it's just really good. And I think I think even though you don't have it for free on Game Pass because you have a PlayStation, I would say get, the, get it on PS4. Um, because it's still a really good game. And it's it's got a lot of the stuff you probably like from. Wait, why Russia, why Russia get it on Day. PS4? Well, what else are you gonna play it on? I guess your PC. Why well, would I get it on PS4 over PS5? I, they don't I have, have it. So, sorry, there is no PS5 version. Oh, sorry, I can get the PS4 version and play on my PS5 though. Yeah, they, they didn't make it. They made a PS4 version because it was in the um, Kickstarter. I know. Was, yeah. But the PS5 wasn't even a thing at that point, so the, there is actually no native PS5 version. There is an Xbox Series X version. I just, I'm just making sure uh, I didn't have to go in and plug in my PS4 and. Whatnot. No, no, you, you can get the PS4 and play it on PS5. Yeah, I, I really would like to pick it up, and I, I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Is the is the first game on PSN? I think so. Uh, it's also on Game Pass. Because I, I would like to play the first one too, just to kind of see. You know, the first what one people... is dated now, though. It's from, like, 2003. I, I know it's old. I mean, I played some old games before. Um, I just want to see what it was and why people liked it and then what it has become. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I never played the first one. I saw a few videos of it, but I, I'm really just in, into the second one now. And it's just it's got a good mix of, um, like, really zany, like, diverse gameplay and platforming. But mm-hmm. it's also got that adventure feeling, a little bit of like, you know, Mario Sunshine, where it doesn't just feel like linear level after level. It feels like you are in a hub, and you do get to know the characters. And the voice acting and cutscenes are really well done. I didn't expect to be so involved in the story and the characters and kind of what's happening. And it's it's zany, but it's interesting. Like, you're going into different characters' brains to, like, get into their psyche and find out why they think or a certain way or fix a problem. So the levels are all based around like going through someone's brain. And a lot of the puzzles have different ways to solve them and the action's actually really good and, and it's like, you know, super polished. Like I'm playing in four K at one I'm playing in one twenty frames. Which nice. is awesome. Like it's just a really I'm really enjoying it. Uh and it's gonna definitely end up on my game of the year list. Oh wow, okay. Yeah. So um yeah, that's been one. That's been a good one. Nice. Um yeah. Okay. Well, I guess quickly, Derek. Uh, what are you excited? What's the next game you're gonna buy? What are you excited for? I mean, there's only so many months. We're in September now. There's only a couple months left in the year. I mean, there's lots of games I'm excited for. I, I am excited for Death Loop. I'm super excited for Tales of Arise tomorrow. So you I, are getting Tales of Arise tomorrow? No. So, I, but I'm I'm waiting on those games because I know they'll go down in price. Oh, uh, so you're you're not getting Death Loop until the price drops as well? Yeah. Again, okay. I want all those games. I just I'm trying to be a little more conscientious of my money. So I'm just being a little bit more selective. So the only game I am definitely buying this year is Metroid Dread. Do you have it pre-ordered already? I do. I thought I could cancel it. So basically I was trying to get some stuff off Amazon that was under the $50 threshold. And I I erased my – I deleted my Prime last year. So I was like, oh, if I pre-order Metroid, I can get the free shipping because it's over $50. But it turns out you can't actually cancel the – you can't cancel the pre-order anymore because I would, it would not let me do it because I got the shipping already. I see. So I'm, I mean, I'm happy to pre-order it. It doesn't matter. I want that game. You don't. Um, you just have a regular hard copy, not the special edition. Oh yeah, just the regular hard copy. Yeah, I'm tempted to try to get that special edition and pay the pay a scalper. 
I mean, you could. If you're going to do it, though, just buy a, a real copy, too, and don't open that one. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna play the digital copy that I have already. It's not preloaded yet, but it's I've already paid for it. Okay, so you're just getting a hard copy for the sake of the hard copy. To keep, I'm going to try to keep get a special edition copy and keep it sealed. Yeah, exactly. So that 20 years from now, I can sell it for an extra 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's the effort I go through. It's probably better uh, to put I your money really, in, like, I, I really want the, the Amiibos, stock. too, but they're impossible. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think Metro Dread is the game I'm most excited for. There are other games coming out tomorrow, even, that I'm excited for, but I'm not going to buy uh, day one. But, yeah, the only other game that even trumps Metro Dread is Elden Ring in January. Yeah, to me, I think that my day ones for the rest of the year are Metroid and Forza Horizon Oh, yeah, good good choice, yeah. Six or five, seven, I can't remember. I think it's five. Uh, I am excited for the Halo campaign, though. That's going to be fun. Yeah, I hope you're going to wait and play that with me on like over Christmas break. Yeah, I can wait. you got to come to my place, though, to play it. That's okay. I'm, I'll be home for those two weeks or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, nice. Okay, I'm down because it's December 8th it comes out. So Yeah, so I'll be home like maybe the... the 20th or something amazing okay yeah okay um okay well i guess next time we talk maybe there'll be a nintendo direct to talk about uh there's a lot of rumors and <laughs> I hope. about that i hope that would be awesome i don't think it's happening i don't i don't think we'll get one till like later in the year maybe december i think yeah i until after metro dread yeah i just don't see we already know the lineup of games coming for the next six months there's no reason mm-hmm. to do it now uh and yeah even sakurai said we have to wait an extra long for the last smash Bros. character Oh, he said that? Yeah, he said the last one's going to take an extra minute. I think there's going to be something extra special with this last one. Whether it's like yeah. an extra stage or an extra mode or so oh, it's gonna be thing. It's going to be, instead of one character, here's six. Imagine, it's like, hey, we're going to give you three. Bam, bam, bam. I don't think yeah. so. I think it'll be one. But I think they'll have like a maybe a, a Smash Bros. celebration stage on top of everything. Oh, that would be cool, yeah. Something like that. And I think I think at some point over the next year or two, side note, for Switch, you're going to see, like, the Smash Bros. Game of the Year edition complete. You know, with all those... Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, good idea. Maybe they'll wait till... I think they might end up waiting till the next Switch so they can sell it with, like, brand new price with 4K logo on it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. But my hope is that they would announce and say, hey, and we're going to give you some special... Th- new mode we're gonna give you target smash and we're gonna give you like fix online yeah i don't think cool. that's happened i don't think they're gonna do that much it's gonna be no, one they, they, yeah random crappy character from rhythm heaven and everyone's gonna be happy <laughs> <laughs> it better be. cool okay well uh, i guess that's this week nintendo bros signing out yep take care All see right. ya bye